Hey, Chris from the Mighty Decibel here. Welcome back. Uh, this edition, we're going to be returning to our album review series, and specifically, we're going to be looking at the new album from Styx called Crash of the Crown. So, uh, a little bit of history about Styx first. Um, you know, myself, I'm not a huge Styx fan, so I've always compartmentalized uh, their discography into three. Um, the first, I would say, I, I call it the early years, so it'd be the first six albums, starting from 1972's self-titled debut through to Crystal Ball. And then there was the superstar years, uh, the four albums in a row, selling double platinum between 77 and 81. Uh, so that's Grand Illusion through Paradise Theatre. Uh, and then after that, I would call the breakup reformation, breakup reformation years <laughs> ever since 1981, uh, off and on band, uh, how they've um, issued seven albums during that period. And not surprisingly, sales have dwindled since uh, that 1981 uh, superstar years period. Um, in my opinion, uh, looking back on the discography as a whole up to date, uh, there are two standout records. Uh, one from the early years I'd point at is Equinox. See it here. Um, so this is where the band found their uh, mix of hard rock and prog legs. And uh, this one uh, has a lot of great tracks on it. There's Light Up, Lorelei, uh, Midnight Ride, a really good heavy metal track, and Sweet uh, Madam Blue. So a really good one to check out. I give this a 9 out of 10. And then the other highlight of their discography uh, during their superstar years has to be the Grand Illusion, their, uh, their classic here. Uh, every song is, uh, is amazing here. Uh, Pomp up the wazoo, but a great, great album. If you haven't heard it, you got to check that one out. Uh, so from a band member perspective, uh, the lone original member left standing as of this new album, uh, Crash the Crown, uh, is guitarist James Young. Uh, now, albeit I have to say that uh, the bassist Chuck Pananzo, uh, Pananzo uh, is also here, but in, um, in limited action given some health issues that he has. And uh, additionally, he goes on the road and, and steps in for a few songs during each of the gigs. Uh, now, uh, that being said, though, the critical members uh, here for this album uh, are one Tommy Shaw, a longtime member of the band, uh, because he's the chief songwriter here. And the other um, uh, critical member uh, is Canada's own Lawrence Gowan, uh, who has taken over from uh, Dennis DeYoung on vocal keyboards for the last 20 years. So uh, those are the two major uh, players on this album. Okay, so all the background's done. Let's get into the review now. Okay, I'm going to break down the review into three sections. Uh, the first section is going to be production and performance. Uh, so I've got to say, simply put, that uh, this is one of the best sounding albums I've ever heard. Uh, so much so, I would put it up there uh, with Moving Pictures by Rush. Uh, it is definitely uh, a headphone experience. Uh, the performances just jump out here uh, Perfect, perfect production for this uh, type of hard rock. Uh, the instrumental separation and clarity is, is astonishing. Uh, everything's bright yet punchy, just the way it should be. 
And from a performance perspective, uh, every player should be applauded here. Uh, but I'm going to call out two specific players. First one being uh, Todd Shukerman or Sukerman on drums. Uh, he holds back where necessary, but then he embellishes uh, with fills for color. And, and most importantly, uh, he just lays down the grooves throughout. Just a great performance here. And the other one I should point out is Lawrence Gowan on keyboards and organ. Uh, his playing just adds to the overall pomp of this thing. Uh, it really brings you back to the 70s heydays. Okay, the second element we're going to talk about is the vocals here. Uh, three people step up to the mic uh, for lead vocal chores here, although Gowan and Shaw take the lion's share with uh, guitarist Young uh, only taking to the, the mic once uh, in a lead role. But all sound absolutely on top of their game despite their advancing ages. You know, we got here Shaw is 68, Young is 73, and uh, Gowan is the young one at 66 and each of them with their unique uh, distinct style, uh, styles um, amazing but what really is eye-popping is when they get together on team vocals what comes out is absolutely surreal uh, with its richness and power take a listen to this love me love me like you know me well believe the stories i can tell about me Help me build my monument to worry where the body went. Trust me. third and last category that we're going to be covering here which are the songs you know is the writing songwriting does it live up to the production performance and uh, vocals that we've talked about uh, so before we get there it must be mentioned that there are 15 songs on Crash of the Crown lasting 45 minutes so do the math and you're talking about an average song length of three minutes here so while it may seem at first blush to be a detriment uh, to be able to flesh out songs when you got such uh, short times, uh, but in this case, Sticks have done a great job in distilling each uh, track down to its essence and jettisoning any super, uh, superfluous uh, elements here, meaning that we're only left with the good stuff on each of the tracks. 
And from a style perspective, there are a few ballads, uh, but overall there's an underpinning of hard rock and progginess uh, throughout this. Uh, lots of acoustic guitar and keyboards along with the traditional guitar bass drum format. Um, think of the sound on the Grand Illusion and you'll be in the right ballpark here. Um, the quality writing uh, is outstanding. Uh, each track seamlessly meshing into the next. Uh, no duds to be found throughout, in, in my opinion. Uh, and lyrically, the Crash of the Crown revolves around where the world is headed, uh, but it's addressed in a positive manner, uh, providing an aura, an aura of hopefulness and strength. Uh, so overall, a joyous listening experience. Onto the verdict now, and uh, so I've been uh, going over the top here with the accolades. So you might be thinking, okay, when are we going to get to the uh, weaknesses? There aren't any. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, this is just an amazing, amazing, uplifting, positive, great-sounding uh, record that I've played to death this year, and I, I know I will continue to play it until I die. Um, so you know, unfortunately. Uh, this will probably be ignored by the masses as usual, you know, Heritage Acts uh, issuing great albums uh, recently seem to all be ignored. I, I, I don't understand it, uh, but I implore all you Styx fans or any uh, fan of hard rock and prog rock, check this out. It's an amazing record. On a ranking scale, I'm going to give this a perfect 10 out of 10. Uh, and please note, I don't give out 10, uh, 10 out of 10s very easily here. Uh, in the 2020s, I only ranked three albums, and this is one of those three. Uh, so just outstanding, outstanding effort by the band. Uh, so I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I hope, more importantly, I hope you uh, check out the album. And uh, thanks for joining us, and remember to check in every Monday for our new release Mondays. On Tuesdays, we have our In 40 Minutes. Uh, Wednesdays, we have our album and uh, concert reviews. Thursdays, we have our best ofs, top tens, and that can all be found at our website, www.themightydecibel.com. Have a great one, eh? Bye. Thank <laughs> you.